This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 004, Battle of Marston Moor, July 2nd, 1644. This is actually based on a real battle that occurred July 2nd, 1644, during the First Civil War in England. The actual English Civil War is divided up into three periods, and in this period it was shortly after Charles I ended his reign a few inches shorter than he began it. Turns out Parliament was not too happy about the behavior of the Stuart King and decided to cut his reign a bit short. This led to a civil war between those who supported the Puritans who were behind setting up a republic with the head ultimately becoming Oliver Cromwell and those who still supported the crown, including Charles II. Prince Rupert of the Rhine was besieging the city of York and Cromwell and Lord Fairfax and their allies wanted it. And with the Battle of Marston Moor, they decidedly got it. They also managed to cut off the Royalists' access to the north of England at the time. The Royalists were able to get back some of what they had in the south, but for a while this cut off their access to the sea and to supplies from outside the country as well. It was a very important battle in English history. As for the history of Electric Light Orchestra, it's just kind of an oddity. Bev Bevan refused to play on this particular song because, well, he detested it. So we've got Roy Wood filling in some percussion. They actually hired a real violin player for this. We've got Eric Paul here to tell us what he thinks of the song. I hate it. Oh, this is Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsenson. And I hate this song. I've always hated this song. There are ELO songs that I'm not crazy about, but doing a quick run-through of the catalog in my head, this is one I, I, I genuinely cannot stand. 
Well, what exactly is your problem with this one? I think you've got a list. Uh, all of it. I hate it when rock bands do the medieval kind of thing, or because in my head, instead of picturing some serious, I don't know, history lesson or whatever that they're trying to do here, I just see Sir Robin and coconuts and uh, <laughs> black knights getting their arms chopped off and peasants having a discussion about democracy with the king, and I don't know. It just doesn't work for me. Musically, it, it doesn't work for me. I think this sort of like perfectly encapsulates what ELO is at this point. This song, especially, sounds like a bunch of psychedelic rock guys who also like classical music and want to do rock with classical music said, well, let's do this. They just grabbed whatever random classical type of instruments they could find, wrote and performed a song and said, hey, look, we did a classical music song. And it's, no. No, you didn't. I don't know what you did, but it's not classical music. So those are just uh, a few of my issues with the song, and it's just, I don't like it. I mean, there's one part that I do like. It's only a few seconds. The rest of it, n no, I, I, I don't. None of it works for me. It's anywhere from silly with Roy Wood's, I don't know, narration speech there at the beginning, and I, I'm not digging the music, and I'm just a, just the whole scene. I'm not digging it, man. Well, this time I kind of felt a little bit different. <laughs> yeah? Um, I didn't love it. I wouldn't say it's the most memorable uh, progressive rock medieval piece I've ever heard. I mean, they're not Steel Eye Span. But, and I do agree with you with Roy Wood's narration at the beginning, that came on and I'm sitting there going, what <laughs> is he thinking? Luckily it isn't that long because otherwise it would get into the territory of Rick Wakeman's King Arthur album and King Arthur on Ice and all that type of thing. Yeah. But when it comes to actually the music, I really like it because... You can feel the armies marching, you can see kind of the scene that they're setting, and that part pretty much works. This is the one time I think those sawing cellos actually <laughs> make sense. Yeah, I mean, I suppose I can see it that way, that it would lay out sort of as the soundtrack for a battle. As for too long, I don't know, I think six minutes, of course for me, as soon as Roy starts grumbling that speech that's when it lasts too long for me i was afraid that speech was going to be all six minutes of it <laughs> yeah at, at least roy's speech doesn't go on for six minutes are you familiar with a band called the nice i've heard of i haven't heard anything from them okay the nice was keith emerson's band before emerson lake and palmer the nice were a major hit in the united kingdom because Keith Emerson is a classically trained keyboardist, and he would, instead of trying to read 
do classical music in exactly the same form, he would completely tear apart classical pieces and turn them into uh, something psychedelic. The biggest one they did was America from West Side Story, which they did a six-minute instrumental version of. Yeah, It sounds like, in some cases with this experiment, since the Nice were kind of competitors with the move... That this was kind of, in some cases, the move's answer to the nice. And unfortunately, Keith Emerson was a much better <laughs> player than Roy Wood, and they didn't try to incorporate uh, actual instruments. The one time they did, they actually used an orchestra. So Yeah, there you go. I mean, in 105.38 Overture, it sounded like Roy Wood just bought a cello and said, I'm, I'm going to learn how to play this, and I'm going to learn how to play this right here on the record. <laughs> instead of learning beforehand. At least you got notes out. That That's better than I can do on a cello, so... You know, I've never actually tried to play. I've plunked on a stand-up bass once, but I've never actually played a, a cello. The odd thing about this song, to me in my head, is how funny it is that it's under the Electric Light Orchestra name. I mean, this occupies the same sort of, like, building with Can't Get It Out of My Head and Turn to Stone and, <laughs> and Telephone Line. And I know that's just because it's Roy Wood. And the best thing that happened to ELO was Roy Wood leaving, so that's why you're not going to have more of this stuff. But it's just kind of funny that along with Ticket to the Moon or, or Need Her Love, there's also Battle of Marston Moore. I think another problem with this song, though, is that it comes right after Nellie Takes a Bow. The two songs don't mix it's like when you get one of those really jarring change-ups like say i've got bob dylan playing on my ipod and the next thing i have is death metal coming up yeah or on mine i've got Susie and the banshees and then it flips right over to a polka by myron florin exactly maybe this would have fit better on the very end of the album you know if they were going i think so i could see that right I know um, the next song we're going to do, First Movement, that one opens the second side. I can't remember what it sounds like, so it makes sense it would start side two because it's probably a nice rousing instrumental and everything to get things going again once you flip the record over. Mm-hmm. It is a bouncy instrumental, yeah. But maybe Queen of the Hours or something like that would have been better to end side one with instead of Battle of Marston Moore. I think so, yes. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I loved it. Wow, she liked it! Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. Contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group. You can financially support the podcast by going to podomatic.com slash podcasts slash lntcs and click on the PayPal button. Next week, episode 005, First Movement, Jumping Biz. Why did you love it? I loved it because these are funny words. The funny thing to me is Madeline liked this song.
<laughs> and I was expecting her to just not at all, but she thought Roy Wood's uh, speech was funny. So yeah, it does sound like a like like a first grader's attempt at a <laughs> uh, medieval classical song in some cases. Yes, I, it's true. That's true. Okay.